0: inside your little box,
1: we step out of shit like a homeless man trying to change his life. That's right. <laughs> we do what the fuck we wanna do. The Green Room is brought to you today by Amazon. Log on to shantigreen.com and click the Amazon link to support the Green Room. And now, yeah, live from Genghis Khan, the host of the Green Room, Sean
2: Green! Yeah. Do it live here, at Genghis Khan,
3: right? <laughs> I guess we should have went over the pronunciation key before, I'm sorry. Genghis Khan, huh? Yeah. I don't know. I guess Genghis Khan. Thank you, everyone, for coming out to the uh, Green Room. I appreciate it. We're doing it live here yeah. in L.A. right in the, uh, Fairfax. Appreciate everyone for coming out. Uh, most of you guys are performing, but it's going to its gonna be a great time doing a live podcast here. Appreciate everyone, uh, you know, making it out here because the Lakers are playing. I know the, uh, the, Lakers, the Lakers, what's up? Yeah, they're going to sweep, or they already did sweep. Laker fans, uh, you know, not being from L.A., I was introduced to Laker fans late. Lakers fans are the most high expectation people I've ever met in my entire life. Like, you know, guys around work were like, oh, the Lakers better win tonight. Lakers better win tonight. Or, or what? The Lakers have been winning, you know, since the franchise started. They've had two separate dynasties, and still, people are really pissed off if they don't win. They're like the guy in high school who's pissed off that, you know, he's not getting a threesome even though he's already fucking a really hot chick. <laughs> Lakers fans, you're already way ahead of everyone else. Okay, I'm a Philadelphia Eagles fan, we haven't won a championship ever since they had leather helmets and before it was the NFL, all right? Stop fucking complaining.
4: Lakers have had
3: two separate dynasties, one of which, the, the star from that dynasty, somehow beat AIDS. The other star from the other dynasty beat a rape charge. You guys are ahead of the score. Stop fucking complaining. In the end of the NBA playoffs, now they're using it this, uh, as this thing to to promote this new Queen Latifah movie. Uh, what's it called? Like That's Right or something? Just Right. Just Right. Oh, good. Ha! Does Queen Latifah just the right touch to turn this guy's season around? And yeah, I I was like, oh, okay, a trainer helps this guy out. And then I I found out a little bit more about the movie. No, no, no. This. This professional basketball player falls in love with Queen Latifah. know, let me put it this way: the only professional basketball player that's trying to fuck Queen Latifah is Cheryl Swoops. All right, it's not any heterosexual male. Dwight Howard isn't looking at Queen Latifah in the stands, going, "Oh man, wait till I dumped this ball so I can crush that pussy." And I'm guessing the feelings mutual. I don't know about Queen Latifah's sexuality. I'm implying that he's, a lo- she's a lesbian. That's the great thing about the internet, Logan. We're not we're not subject to any liable damages. I, I'm sure we are, but that would imply people having to having to check it out and get fired up to the point that they file oh, damages. But that that doesn't look like it's happening. <laughs> Speaking of fired up, we all saw these we all saw these refried bean swastikas. Did you guys see these refried bean swastikas put outside the Arizona government buildings? And yeah, I don't know if it's a protest. Or the boldest product placement Taco Bell has ever come up with. <laughs> oh, you laugh now until so you start putting down Nazi nachos and gypsy killer gorditas people, the Taco Bell the Taco Bell folks have a have a crazy anti Mexican agenda. I know it sounds I know it sounds a little crazy, but trust me on this one. I do love on the Taco Bell commercials, every Taco Bell commercial, they sell you on the idea. Not only is this great food, not only is it 99 cents, but it's also served up by super hot white chicks. Taco Bell, <laughs> stop setting the bar so high. I don't, I don't go to Taco Bell to get laid. I don't, oh, get my nice shirt out. I'm going to Taco Bell. No one's ever said that. <laughs> How you doing, Logan? Do you, get, do you try to get laid at Taco Bell? You love you, you to dress time? up for it, yeah. Yeah? What do you wear? Uh, you
1: know, it's... Little tie button. More than <laughs> what I'm wearing now.
3: So, <laughs> all right, so the Taco show you don't Bell. dress up for, but Taco Bell, you're, you're all at it. Yeah, of course. Well, this is the Green Room, and uh, I thought it'd be interesting the one year anniversary show. And I thought it'd be interesting if we played a clip from the original show. One of the first guests we ever booked on the original show was a. Uh, I put out a casting notice saying, uh, Sean Green, I have a radio show. If you want to be on it, here, here's the information. And someone wrote back this fan letter, but it was addressed to Seth Green, and it was just like, "Oh, Seth, you're so hilarious. We met at this party. Don't you remember? Wilderbaum Zarama introduced me to you. And uh, so here, take a listen, Logan, right, or Yeah, and no, I'm a nice guy. So what was it like? Yeah, you're an awesome guy. <laughs> what was it? What was it like being a cool celebrity like me, Seth Green?
5: You're really down to earth, and I, I really like that because there's not many down to earth slugs that like, you meet nowadays.
3: Yeah, no, a lot of slugs in the scene the real jerk offs. <laughs> How are you able Ew. to be
2: an American gladiator and oh, that's still the next have clear. a child? <laughs> <laughs> Do
3: you have okay. to that? No, no, no. That's a totally <laughs> different playlist. This playlist is uh, a uh, that uh, out of control. Right. It goes out of Right. And like any great radio show, <laughs> there's going to be some technical difficulties. I mean, bus Loading's shot This is part of the dynamic of the Green room, guys. <laughs> me busting logan's chops um so logan let's see i i was uh i've been thinking about this recently a couple weeks ago we went out we went down to uh downtown l.a do you remember that yeah casey's yeah we went down to a I, I thought
1: we were going i was excited we were going to casey's house yeah and friend, we got there and we never went to casey's house was like, our friend casey
3: who's on the show <laughs> I guess the entire time Logan thought we were going to Casey's house, even though we were going in a totally different way and taking the train. And
1: I mean, I asked, I asked, no, I asked like three times because of the train. I was like, "So we're going to Casey's?
3: What? All
1: right." I'm
2: train.
3: I'm like, so we, okay. and then we get we get to Casey's and uh, we're having fun. Drinking with a lot of uh, what turned out to be underage chicks, so it was a great time. Uh, Logan and my other friend Will were battling out for the same chick. How did how did that go down? Uh, right. You tell me, Bill
1: Roosh. <laughs> how did that go down? Because he told me to back off, and I did.
3: <laughs> all right, but after... someone that was there, that didn't happen. At all. No, no, I did after. You backed off days later. <laughs> All right, well, you can't take credit for backing off. Well, I backed okay,
1: she came to one of our part, house parties, though,
3: and I right. backed off.
1: Okay. So I'm assuming you got late at that point? Uh, yeah. Or should I be
3: mad at you,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh, wow, things are getting tense. But Logan, that's, that's kind of Logan, you know. Logan, I mean, there was an the incident in Las Vegas. When
6: I when
3: I was hooking up with that southern girl, I didn't male
1: do shape. anything. Yeah, but you tried the entire time. Do you want the truth about that? Right sure. Here? Let's let's get the truth out. She wanted me so bad. I did not do anything. I, all right. She, but how did she want you? To were, we were all sitting in a circle talking to each other. Right. She looked right at me while you were talking about
3: something. And she gave me fucked me. She me made
1: me. Fuck me <laughs> ass. And I, I stared right back at her and just didn't look away. And she goes. <laughs> you know, that and she was like yeah he's not the one i like while you're sitting right next to her and i was like well what do you want to do and then so, well, she out was with her, just changed it like, and then she just changed it like, i don't know you your funny shot and it was just like, so wait but what's it for her to pretend to like me the entire time huh
2: well, oh, i don't think fuck? she was pretending to like you i just
1: think she was trying to fuck me <laughs> so she was making out with me to, in order to fuck you well, that was after all
3: that happened. Oh, she, she was you were her silver medal. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so she can only she can only get a silver medal. She settled early. But me. you got a gold medal. You're welcome, buddy. <laughs> all right. No, it's for I mean, She was from the south. She was addicted to Vicodin. She was like chewing down Clonidine the entire time. I don't know why I'm fighting with Logan over her. <laughs> it's kind of weird. I remember when she first broke the like we first broke the ice. She started off by going, uh, y'all racist, right? My first response was like, "Well, you have giant tits? so yeah, fuck black people. (laughs) Uh, Of course, I'm not racist, but, I don't know, you know, hot chick, you'll pretend anything, right? I'll pretend like I'm successful. I'll pretend like I, you know, the radio show's doing great, my life's doing great, my car works, the front end's not held together by Bondo. I'll pretend a lot of things in order to get laid. I just need to know what you're into. But uh, well, we'll move along here. We'll do a little segment called Living with Logan. And uh, <laughs> yeah, Living with Logan <laughs> this is for the biggest shit. All right, now, Living right. with Logan, you learned a lot about Logan. What we, I didn't realize, now you see Logan is a producer and a radio personality, and you think he's pretty creative. That's as creative as he can get, but it's not actually as creative he can get. Logan, you actually have uh, worked as a painter, is that correct? That's right. Now, what kind of of paintings uh, did you do? Working as a painter. Well, I mean, I'm sorry, not working as a painter. (laughs) Artistically. I know you were telling us recently.
1: Yeah, I I sculpted a Halloween mask, and I did, if anyone's ever heard of Genome, she's a pop artist, I made like a headdress for her. Okay,
3: but we were talking the other night (laughs) about um, you were doing some paintings. You took a class in college. Oh, yeah, that was, yeah, yeah. And you did some paintings. Yeah.
1: And what what kind of paintings did you do? I've I've done one I've done one nude painting my whole life. And it wasn't a painting, it was with charcoal. Oh okay, you did a charcoal. Sorry. That's what cool. it was. You didn't go to art school, I understand. So uh, <laughs> um I only did one nude uh, drawing. It was for this class when I was in art school at Oklahoma and I was so excited. Never never done this before. I show up for this day of school and there's an really, really old man
2: there with a robe
3: on, like 80 or 90 years old. So you you did a charcoal drawing of a really old man, Yes. 80. That's
1: right. And he was also posed like this, <laughs> Sean is me.
2: <laughs> and
1: I that drawing at my parents' house. <laughs>
3: No, they didn't care. I was just laughing about it. Now, now I know. What, now this was a gray hair all though like, was he? He was old, right? Was he gray hair guy? Oh yeah. Oh, it was so gross. Now when okay. I'm gonna ask what everyone's
1: thinking. Did the carpet match the dress? Uh, yeah. I mean, it was
3: all wiry and some hairs missing. So yeah. <laughs> Did that did that stop you from the rest of your art career? Because I feel like you got something going there.
1: Well, I'm a true artist, so I appreciated the beauty of the human
3: body.
2: Alright.
1: <laughs>
3: right. Well, on that note of beauty, I'm gonna bring up the first guest in this beautiful podcast, uh, give it up for my man Rob Christensen, everyone. Uh-huh. Alright, thanks for having me.
7: Thanks for uh <laughs> When we were walking in, someone was like, "Oh, this is intimate," which means small <laughs> and empty. I'm pretty sure intimate means small and everything except for sex, in
3: which case it actually means intimate. <laughs> right. Well, one on one, that's what you want. Well, at least that you know. That's I feel like one on one. That's enough for me. All right. My corner fell out, but uh, we. I can. Uh, I can riff by introducing,
7: yeah. <laughs> telling you about how
3: I know Rob. I met Rob on. Uh, we filmed a pilot for Spike Television. Not to brag, didn't yeah. go anywhere. Yeah. But when they go somewhere they just didn't keep us right exactly it was not union and eventually they recast it but it was for the uh show it was a game show america's biggest asshole right america's biggest asshole and we were on it and it was casted perfectly (laughs) right i still remember like you go into the casting session they're like, all right, we just want you to be an asshole. And I was like, all right, I'm an asshole. Fuck you. You're never going to cast me for this thing. Why you even bother writing this down? You're stupid. You're ugly. And then she's like, oh, this is great. This is great. And I was like, no, I'm really serious. Everyone here in Hollywood is a complete phony. I don't know why I'm wasting my life doing this stupid bullshit. And they're like, oh, yeah, this is exactly what. And eventually they asked me to turn it down. I remember when we actually shot the pilot. The, uh, the director at one point came out to me and he's like, you know that the hate speech stuff, we're not going to be able to use so you're going to have to edit that out. So you went racist for
7: women and for TV. Well, <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to get a career here. I, I, they had a two-audition thing for it, where the first audition was an interview, and then the second audition, you had to make a home video. And when I walked out of the first audition, because I was such an asshole, I felt so bad about myself that I said there was no way, no amount of money that I would ever do this show. So I did not do the video tape audition. Three months later, they still call me back. (laughs) Apparently, I was a big enough asshole in the first audition that they didn't need the home video to cancel. They're like, we know an asshole when we see one. And then when they call me back, I was so broke that I was like, I will be an asshole for money. There there is an amount of money you can pay me, and it's 100 bucks a day. (laughs) Plus, plus, uh, you know, we got access to the sweet snacks. It was a good time. We got to meet Greg Geraldo. That was the best right. part. Right. Yeah. Even when Greg Geraldo showed up, he goes,
3: "Guys, me, you know, you think I'm successful. Trust me, every pilot I've been in is bomb. So yeah. don't don't get any high expectations, he said, guys. I've done
7: thousands of these. <laughs> so the odds aren't in our favor. Then. Is that we the were same. just like, this is our
3: big break. We're gonna make it. <laughs> yeah. And then they they did a couple challenges. Uh, basically, they had the idea of like, okay, in one challenge, you're gonna be a jerk. And then uh, that was where they dropped us off in of downtown and just said, yell at people. So I was like, all right, I'll bet a little. And then, and then they do another challenge where it's like you're supposed to get someone to do something nice for you. And they dropped me, Rob, and our other friend, Walt. Uh, I don't know, he's scheduled to show up here, but he's <laughs> supposed to be on the show. He's, a, he's, he's an asshole. Right now. Yeah, he's a, he's a giant guy, kind of intimidating. Um, I don't know, he's missing his front teeth. I think that scares some people away. But anyway, they dropped us off in North Hollywood, and they gave us a giant bag, but it wasn't any bag, it was a cadaver bag yeah. filled with a dummy, and they put yeah. blood everywhere, and they're like, all right, walk around the shopping center in North Hollywood and try to convince someone to give you a ride to a junkyard. Yeah. <laughs> but see, this whole challenge, we were supposed to be nice to people in an effort
7: to get these people to drive us to the junkyard with a dead body. But if we were being nice to people and it was going downhill, Walt would we and be like, I'll fuck your tits. <laughs> <laughs> i fuck your grandfather up on mic so somewhere there's like an argument between and me and him We're like, dude we're supposed to be nice to these fucking people, fuck these people, I don't give a shit, and then we don't get the of what we're doing here. Well, I was like, this tell heavy, I'm not dragging anymore, like, it
3: out a cigarillo. i was like, uh, we are trying to win this challenge, they told us to be funny, this poor Mexican guy who didn't know the language was like, yeah, or I, he didn't say that, but he, he kind of nodded that he just had to finish his shopping and he had, he'd be happy to give us a ride. There was one Mexican
7: guy and one gay dude who drove his mom there to go to the 99 cents store. Both wanted to give us a
3: ride. Both right. of them
7: did.
3: Now, we were cut off, though. But yeah, we were, we were thinking, like, okay, we're going to get a ride. We're going to win the challenge. That didn't work out. Out of nowhere, the van screeches up, and then the producers slam open the door, and they just yell, Get in the van! Get the van! So we instinctively grab the bag, run into the van. And as we're going into the van, as we're going through the giant door,
7: we look up, and there's a helicopter, a police helicopter, hovering above us. I, don't, you, I know you guys have all seen helicopters circling, right? You've never seen that motherfucker hovering
3: above you, all right? There's a difference, and it's scary. <laughs> and we're like, oh, no, that, that can't be related. Then, of course, obviously it is. The cops pull us over. They get on the megaphone. They're like, get out with your hands up. Get out with your hands up. So we're literally there, pushing our hands up against the glass of this fantastic stand. <laughs> These people are just freaking out. The cops come out with their guns drawn. Guns drawn. I, I I never had that experience. It was kind of exhilarating. He kinda of fell alive for a little bit. Not gonna lie, kind of into it. And went into gunplay. Let's fix this up. But uh, yeah, the cops come out with the guns drawn, and then you got this super effeminate kind of half a bag producer going, We have a and then we showed them the permit, and I guess it, and everything ended up being okay. We didn't serve any jail time. No, we didn't serve sort of any jail time. But it made me
7: wonder what came first the way cops took in movies or the way cops actually took. Because these cops talk, just like they were movies. Guns out there like, don't fucking turn around! on the window! Don't fucking look at me! Don't fucking make a move! That fuck was in every sentence. And I was
3: like, is this 48 hours or did this come before 48 hours? I don't know. <laughs> Now, but Rob, I, I gotta imagine you're kind of you're kind of used to interacting with law enforcement. So right. I know your history a little bit. Yeah. Uh, how would how would you describe your history growing up in New York? I
7: got arrested a bunch of times. I was a graffiti writer. I sold drugs, fake drugs, uh, did drugs. I did a lot of drugs, which pretty much led to all the stupid other shit that I did. Now we
3: got into this on the show. You 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 started off talking
7: about how you got into this fake ecstasy ring. How does that come about? Fake. All right. So. Um, like 1996 to 2000 was like the height of rave culture in New York City, and in Brooklyn, there was a crew called BTS that uh, started, pretty much invented the selling of fake drugs in raves. And me and my friend Gary here in the front <laughs> row, we both were like the youngins. We were like the young bucks, we were like, the, I don't know, they were, the, they were the journeymen or the masters and right. we were the apprentices of selling fake drugs.
3: So you guys kind of got into the game late, but they, they taught you their ways. Yeah. Did that lead to any violence? Did you guys have I remember the show you talked about it. a couple times. Someone figured out that the drugs were fake, or what was it? Other guys selling the drugs kind of got all into your game? Well, when we were selling fake drugs,
7: no one ever messed with us because there was like 30 of us. There was like a giant crew of like Puerto Rican and black dudes that would pretty much beat people up for me. But I do have a mortal enemy in New York who's pulled a gun on me numerous times. Really? Yes. Like he on on <laughs> oh, like <laughs> He's a moral enemy to the point where I won't say his name because I won't give that fuck any props. I like that. That's how much of an enemy he was. First but uh, He stole my beeper when I was 15 and subsequently went to jail for that. Then when he got out of jail, a worse criminal, he blamed me for everything. So we got into fights, fist fights, and he pulled guns on me the whole night. That's insane. Not funny at all. The great thing about this. <laughs> Because normally when you do a radio, you're like, no one's there left, so I don't know I could be being funny or not being funny. But here in this <laughs> setting, I know when
3: I'm not being funny. No, no, You're no, being interesting. interesting, Rob. Right. Now, you, you said, I I, I, you were, I remember you describing some of the characters that you hung out with. What was that one guy's uh,
7: Tony's name? Uh, Ch- Chinese Tony. <laughs> yeah. Chinese Tony was his name because he was half Chinese and half Italian. And he would mix his accents up when he got mad, so he'd be like, yeah, no! I can't believe it! What the fuck? <laughs> Good old Chinese Tony. Good old so, Chinese Tony. Eventually, and, oh sorry. And then there were guys always got named after uh, oh, after food. Like I knew a Tony baloney Got stabbed. I knew a Paulie. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what happened to Paulie? Once for a thousand dollars, me, I had to borrow the back, and then I had to go back <laughs> to <the British>. uh, <laughs> But anyway, this <laughs> <yeah, laughs> look at. And uh, but who was fat was Joey Bagadonuts. Joey yeah. Bagadonuts. There was a lot of Joey Bagadonuts around. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of heavy set of A lot of them, yeah. yeah. Alright,
3: so now you're talking about your girlfriend.
7: I, I hate to bring this up, but... Yeah. you were just, I just got... Up. Apparently I was being too controlling. I, I got out of a relationship. I guess I was dumped. But I don't know if you could call it dumped if for two months you do everything wrong in hopes of getting dumped. I think that's like remotely dumping yourself, but that's what happened to me. But apparently I was too controlling when I told her that normal people don't do coke every weekend. And that's when I stepped that's when I stepped over. That's when you, the you got weekend.
3: too So she, she she felt you were too uptight. Yeah, I was too uptight. Even yeah. though your history of drug use, you couldn't see it to forgive her and, and let it go. No, because I know drug addicts. <laughs> I mean, no, basically, you know what she'll do for some more Coke, and you don't want that. Yeah, absolutely. The
7: issue is like, uh, I won't ju- I'll not stop doing it on the weekends. I'll only do Coke on holidays. I'll only, I'll only do Coke on my birthday. I'll, do, I'll only do Coke on New Year's, Christmas, Easter, Arbor Day, Boxing Day, Black History Month. I'll do it for March Madness. Only a Cokehead would consider March Madness a month-long holiday. <laughs>
3: only a Cokehead. Well, thanks a lot for coming on the program. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Pretty lively, yes. I love it. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. We're gonna keep this going. Keep it very lively. I'd like to bring up to the stage the man, the myth, the legend, Casey Faye,
6: Everyone. Casey. What's up, everybody? Thanks for coming on the show, Casey. I was good. I don't know if uh, the radio obviously didn't pick up on this, and you know, I don't know if you saw it, but in that last interview, your Sean Green green room sign fell down. And Logan had to. So well, so see,
3: hard. Logan has my back physically, literally. I like that.
6: I like how Logan negotiated for the chair. Yeah, I'll <laughs> do the show, but there's no fucking way I'm standing up for a full, however long this Well, way. I thought
1: I was getting this thing too and I would look like an announcer, but. Oh,
3: okay. You know? Do you want this, well, <laughs> Logan? Well, how would you ever look like an announcer? <laughs> <laughs> Joel Goddard, Logan Bicycle. <laughs> the long, yes. long history of announcers. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on the show, Casey. You've been thanks a regular. You've been yeah. there, I think, from
6: almost day one, if not. Yeah. Uh, I've, you've, been, I've been there. You've, you've done a lot of shows with us? Yeah, I've done, I've done a, uh, I don't know, a couple handfuls of shows. I feel like I've, I've listened to ones that I thought I might get mentioned as well. Right. So, uh, <laughs> appreciate that. Yeah, so I've, I've heard a fair amount of them. I'd, I'd like to consider myself one of the bigger fans of the Green Room show. Thanks. That's a lot of competition. Uh, <laughs> That's true. I uh, tried to get the website domain, but it was available. Oh, a okay. uh, green green room fan club. I Still it. Five, nine, nine, it just wasn't worth it. I hear you. Yeah. Times are tight. They're very tight. But I have, uh you know, I think everyone fell in love with the green room show at a different time. Um, whether it was well, I listen to most of them. I don't obviously listen to the Cornell episodes. You know, right. Exactly. Those just by. Right. But uh, yeah. But the the episode that I feel like I locked in on being a fan it was. I set the scene. I believe it was about the, the eighth show. He was about two months in. Um, you know, he had already had uh, as many members of the first round of American Gladiators on his show as possible. <laughs> that was the best. Like hearing him pull a Zap American Gladiators interview into like 45 minutes. She's got a lot to
7: say.
3: Wait, Logan, play that sample. <laughs> <player." laughs> How are you able to be an American Gladiator <laughs> and still have a child? My.
6: My? <laughs> um, I didn't show because I was really, really fit, and I didn't show. And I remember, like, you were talking about the joust. I was three months pregnant, and oh I was my jousting. God. You were three it months pregnant, and, you were, wow. and I was jousting, and, and wow. lots of time wow. I think he's like, wow, so imagine sitting through 50 minutes of that. No <laughs> show are going show
3: that Zap was three months pregnant while doing the joust,
6: The best part life, and was like, oh, hey, if Malibu
2: ever
3: wants to come on, <laughs> um, I would love to have, you know, like, the first time my email, I was like, cocky son of a bitch. Was that your first celebrity guest, though? Yeah, that was. was up there. And I remember when Zap came in, um, instead of walking into my studio, like I expected, the, the guy in the other channel, the guy who has a... Uh, a poker radio show. You think this show is boring. Charles is to an hour and a half show about Texas Hold'em strategy. Somehow he corralled her into interviewing Zap for his
6: Texas Hold'em show. But yeah, uh, Casey's basically, he can keep setting it up. Well, yeah, so Sean's show is just roaring right along. And uh, then on his eighth episode, I believe the date was July 16, 2009, um, his left-hand man, his sidekick, Sidekick. <laughs> I was reading LSAC, and then I said sidekick. Uh, well, anyway, his uh, Logan doesn't show up for no reason. We later find out that he was sleeping. And then maybe he thought the oven was on. That might have been a different episode. Anyway. No, Logan left the oven on. That was a different episode. And Sean's other celebrity guest, uh, Nikki Glazer, who had been on um, comic, uh, last Comic Standing, uh, uh, doesn't show up. So well, yeah. yeah, so
3: basically, I'm left there all alone. Logan totally bails on me and leaves me hanging. And Nikki Glaser doesn't commit to her phoner that previously yes, she previously said. was just going to phone in. She couldn't phone into the show. So needless to say, I'm filled with rage and kind of blinded <laughs> with any sort of rational thought. So
6: I would say a good host can handle himself in adversity. So let's hear how Sean handles this moment. Uh, Nikki's not here. So I'll, I'll, we can just play our stand-up and uh, mock it. So. i um I'm just
4: going to do a hard thing. Uh,
3: Okay.
4: I recently had to do a hard thing. <laughs> I had a pretty long time just recently asked me out and I had to do the difficult thing of saying,
3: you know, I just want to be friends. Uh, oh, man, that is difficult.
4: <laughs> uh,
3: I do that all the time. Uh, I, obviously, this isn't very creative, monitor, but I'm just annoyed that she didn't come on the show.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Want to be friends with him. Oh, you're so much better than him, Nikki. Oh, the guy who just had, you know, mustered up the courage to ask you another thing, oh you're so much better than him. He's repulsive in every way possible. And um No, but I uh, i was just like God can't go back to the way it was when we were strangers. Uh,
3: uh, well apparently we're strangers because you're too cool to come on the show, god damn it. <laughs> uh never <name laughs> blazer. Uh, kiss my ass I'm on the show. Logan, actually, yeah, Logan, go fuck yourself, too. I can do a show, regardless of anyone else. I don't give a fuck. Um, you know, don't get Logan late. I don't care. If you, turn, if you want to have people listen to the show, do it. I really don't give a fuck. I am not making any money on this. I don't give a fuck. Goodbye. We don't want to hear me and Logan get back together. You can't just leave a cliffhanger. Not you. can throw out the next show I Like
1: that for a minute, you are gonna
3: be like, Logan,
1: actually, you're you're gonna say something like, eh, yeah. Logan's alright, but then you're like, actually, no, no, fuck
2: Logan.
6: <laughs> Man, oh, that was. I'm sorry. That that just makes me laugh. So that's what I wanted to ask you. Well, thanks for coming on, Casey. Sorry, that, hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate your
3: time. Thanks for coming on, Casey. The time that we got an argument about how awful a fucking movie a serious man was. <laughs> oh yeah. That's a great movie. You guys should all. No, have, has anyone seen a serious man? Yeah. 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 Great it's a, movie. It's the worst movie of all time. It's a cock block of Hollywood films. It's just a, it's the Emperor's clothing if they made a film. The whole idea is like, oh hey, we're too smart to have a plot or protagonist. Yeah. Oh, we just do our own thing for two hours, and then you suck me into this film with good cinematography, but don't pay it off. That's blue balls. And good acting, and good directing. Yeah, but that's a fucking movie. That's a piece of shit. If I came over here and just had great pictures of myself, that's not a, a live show, Logan. you got to deliver. Our pictures
1: of yourself get nominated for Academy
3: Awards for Best Picture? Yes, they should.
1: Now, the, only, the only shot that
3: would be nominated for Best Picture is Logan's headshot. And that's that's mounted in our house, and I appreciate that. Thank you for giving that to the house, Logan.
1: Yeah, by the way, that's something that's weird. Like, I don't know how to feel like that. Like, I've tried to take it down several times. People are always in the room when I do it, and they're always like, what are you doing? Put that on your box, and I'm just like,
3: keep the framed headshot of him in the living room, and then sometimes Lone gets self-conscious having a framed headshot it's of him, more well, especially you. when chicks come over and they're like, is that you? was <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, you know, I was clean shaven then. But. Yeah, like, what am I supposed to say, like, yeah, that's,
1: that's a headshot of myself in my house. Well, Want to go to my bedroom? I mean, I'm <laughs> <a little
3: more. laughs> Why don't we get a little more in depth by bringing uh, another roommate and another friend of the show up on the stage? Cornell Reed, everyone! Cornel! Cornel! Yeah, what's Cornel. up, guys? How are you doing?
1: Cornel, thanks for coming on the program. Thanks for having me. I'm uh, honored to have Logan here.
3: <laughs> step in his face like I do in my living room every day. Sorry, I'll, I'll step back so I don't cross you or Logan's okay, i, I No, no, my way, dude. So, what's it, you know, you're living with me, we're roommates. Uh, Casey moved out, Logan moved in. What was it like having Logan as a new roommate? Have you noticed anything cool about Logan? <laughs> no, the real the question should be if I haven't noticed anything uncool about
1: Logan. And the answer is no, never. I, uh, to give a good example, Logan, last night he uh, went to Ralph's, uh, and I called him up and I was like, Logan, when you're at Ralph's, can you give me a candy bar? And he's like, yeah, man, what what kind of candy are you feeling? You feeling fruity candy? You feeling chocolate? And I was like, that's the thing, Logan, I don't even know. They both sound pretty good to me. And Logan just goes, all right, I'll figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) And he comes back with a package of Twix fun size bars. And I was like, Logan, you did it! You're a
4: fucking
1: genius! What are the fun size bars you end up putting down? I put down like at least six of them, man. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, a couple cookies and a couple cookies.
2: (laughs) The red velvet
1: cookies Logan bought for himself, but I indulged. Now, how did Logan eat the red velvet cookies? Um, you you well, you ate some cereal first. A little bit. I ate a lot. (laughs) A little cookie app before the cookies, and went to some cereal. Yeah. And then you uh, put the cookies in the bowl. (laughs) And I don't know why you put it in the bowl. You put it, then you broke them up and dipped them in the milk. I don't know why the bowl was a middle step in between dipping them into the milk. <laughs> I the, only get curbs on the table. <laughs> I didn't want to dirty another plate. Yeah, I appreciate God, that. Logan. I appreciate bit. that. Why in the bowl? Why can't you just hold the cookie and dunk it straight into the milk? Why did they have to throw it the cookies? <laughs> well, Logan, I appreciate
3: your uh, foresight. I, I didn't think it was
4: that. Uh, I appreciate that, Logan. I appreciate
3: that. Logan Logan and I recently reached an agreement. Things have been getting hot and heated in the house. Because Logan is (laughs) addicted to jacking up the the thermostat. He's like a cold-blooded reptile that needs it at 74 degrees. I
1: heard I'm not the first roommate who's ever... Oh, wow! Well, we should should start out by saying the thermostat is like... You know Iron Man's little (laughs) heart?
3: That's what the thermostat is for Sean. That is what keeps him alive. If I'd seen Iron Man, I would get that reference, but it sounds important, as is a thermostat. <laughs> and yes, I. w first off, you said roommate, now that's a little stretch. Cornell's girlfriend was crashing at her place for a little while, and, and that's fine. I'm I'm down to be hospital, I'll try to make conversation and <laughs> <laughs> it was good. <laughs> <laughs> the thermostat
1: is the watch. Right? Look, I'm working <laughs>
3: in <with> the thermostat. <sighs>
0: That was your conversation though,
3: right? <laughs> yeah. About I said you shouldn't
1: fuck with the thermostat. <laughs> no,
3: I would just be like, hey, how was your day? And then I would tune out, but I tried. And sure, sure. yeah, I came yeah, in one time and it was 75 degrees. So instead of confronting her directly, I talked to her other roommate, Casey, who texted Cornell, who texted Kiafa, his girlfriend, who then apologized and turned the thermostat down. So I get things done. I'm a results <laughs> man. <laughs> You're a man. <result>, <laughs> and as weird as that felt, and as passive aggressive as it felt, when that thermostat dipped down to normal temperatures, I felt alive. I like how you said, she put the thermostat at 75, like, what it gave us look like. Isn't that absurd? What is wrong with her? Yes, it is. <laughs> government buildings are set at seventy-two degrees, and that's first off. This is a government oh, right? who pisses money away. All right, sixty-nine degrees is a good temperature. That's what we agreed on, Logan, and that's what the thermostat will say. Look, I don't even touch it. I don't know. <laughs> it's not worth the argument. Man. <laughs> no,
0: look,
2: we're, we're, we're in
3: agreement. We're we were in intense negotiations for weeks on sixty-nine. Degrees. Cornell. I think Logan just did that because he likes sixty ninety. Now Cornell, did you did you or did you not say the other night that you were sweating and you had to sleep with the windows open? Did you or did you not say that? No, not only no, I didn't open the
1: windows. I had to pick a T-shirt off off the ground and wipe my sweaty face off so I could go back to sleep. So right, Logan's trying to sweat you out of the house. Well, when was this? No, it was like a sauna. That's nice. Get those toxins out. Did you said this was a couple of days ago
3: because we'll be cute.
1: messing with the thermostat a couple of days okay. <laughs> probably this weekend
3: all right well let's just get this out of hot class <laughs> yes. i think we are this is we don't we, we don't need to have a couple's therapy anymore guys we can cancel we can just do the show you're right, Fred logan you too sean i appreciate that now we we're talking earlier about logan's wingman's abilities and that's Spidey at best but i feel like you you've been a good wingman to be at times for the most part, uh, although there is one one incident in particular where I wouldn't say you were being a bad wingman, but you did totally abandon me. You? I was a faulty wingman at one point. Um, uh,
1: yeah, this is a, uh, we went to this this show that um, Ryan's girlfriend's roommate, Kristen, who <laughs> was in the audience tonight, invited us to, and it was an um, experimental rock show. Um, the uh, anyway, so we all got hammered before he went. That's the only way we we'd go. And um, we we're coming, Me and Sean go to the bathroom. We we're walking out and uh, walking back to our friends. And all of a sudden, this, grab, this girl just grabs Sean and pulls her in behind her, and it just starts freaking and going crazy. And I was in front of I was in front of both, all all you guys. So I I was walking, and then I turned back and see I saw Sean just dancing with this girl and i was like oh man i gotta go she had like two other friends with her i gotta go try and talk to them so they don't try and pull her away from sean you know so um i turn around stop no, let's walking. Get my freak on this just dang- oh, grinding like crazy no man, i didn't know I mean, you really had those moves in your wardrobe i'm man. a dancer
3: that's
1: that's you you're you live, you live in your freak flag fly? yes <laughs> 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 loud and <laughs> proud logan loud and proud <laughs> So I turn around and I'm like, hey, I'm going to go talk to these girls, try and distract them. And um, with each step I take closer, I realize how uh, broad their shoulders are, uh. how many like veins in their neck they have. And it's just like more and more apparent with each step that they're all a group of trannies <laughs> hanging out. Yeah, and so Sean's just freaking with this one tranny like crazy, and I'm supposed to distract these other two. I didn't know what to do. I, like one one side of me said, uh, you know, which I didn't do, I was like, go go tell Sean, get the fuck out of there. What I did do was, oh shit, where's everyone else? I gotta tell him Sean's dancing with this tranny right now. I <laughs> <That's laughs> like, if I was What's in
2: World that? War II and I I was storming the
3: beachhead of Normandy. And you're like, oh, hey, Sean's about to get taken out by crowd sniper fire. Hey, let's
1: get a camera. Yeah, the sniper fire was as hilarious as the tragedy. <laughs> <And laughs> <that's laughs> like, 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 right? It was one of the funniest I remember you saying afterwards, because Sean eventually figured out and ran away, but he. <laughs> hey, <laughs> it
3: afterwards. I was that point to be mentioned. <laughs> yeah, you realize
1: that we were recording. No, no, no funny business happened, but Sean, he was like. I realized something was up when I couldn't see over her shoulder and see
3: your reaction.
1: <laughs> she was taller than you.
3: Well, I'm open-minded and I'm not, I'm not close-minded and homophobic <laughs> like a lot of guys. And actually, I am. I don't know. But yeah, I don't know why. So whatever. I, was, I enjoyed the attention. But <laughs> the important thing is nothing happened with the tranny. And uh, thank you very much for it. time. Corner Read, everyone! Thank you. Getting, getting hot and heavy, huh, Logan? Yes, you can see that You can. You said it. You said, you All right, we're a little off. Logan has been on the show in a bit. <laughs> All right, I'd like to uh, like to welcome on the stage Adam Jacobs, everyone. Adam Jacobs. Hey, Jacobs. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Adam Jacobs.
3: <laughs> Adam Jacobs. Show Adam, oh, no pleasure having you on the show. Always a good time. Had you on uh, a few times here. Please. Always uh, always mixing up some stories. Recently, we were uh, doing a little dog-sitting for your bulldog, Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> we are at our house. We uh, were kind enough to let uh, Adam leave his dog at our place. And, you know, Jackson's a good dog. It was a good time until I wasn't here when it happened, but Jackson jumped on the couch and smashed his giant head through our blinds. Yeah. <laughs> Which are, by
0: the way, like sixty dollar blinds that are hard as shit to find. <laughs> <laughs> Not easy. I've been to two freaking home
3: depot. Well, the important time. thing is you tried. I saw the measuring tape that you that you measured down and then just left there, and the blinds <laughs> are still shattered. And it's kind of weird that people walking by see shattered blinds and looking at my house. I do whatever I want in my house. I like blinds for a reason. <laughs> it's alright. All, it's all, it's all fix <laughs> now. your dog is known for humping legs and just. Like he really? just takes on any victim age size sexuality your dog doesn't care but it's mainly guys
0: and guy dogs right like
4: mainly, it, mainly it, it mainly was weird
0: enough. i i kind of had i kind of had a weird phase where the dog was humping my leg the, the entire you. time yeah he, obviously you're not as masculine as ryan your other roommate right our other roommate ryan ended up becoming the, he's like the manliest man of all
2: time Let's be <laughs> but
0: uh, you know
3: defense. <laughs> <laughs> I would push the dog down, whereas my roommate Ryan would embrace it and go, Yeah, 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 you know you love that leg. Yeah, give it to me. So I feel like he's kind of encouraging the dog in an unfair way. I don't feel like it's the best way to measure who the dog likes most. And yes, I was the longer when the dog stopped humping my leg. uh, Which, by the way, it was was cold turkey to
2: stop one day.
3: Right. I, you know, it's one of those things. Like when you push away a lover, you're like, "Oh, get away from me!" And eventually, you want them to come back. But <laughs> you know, it's like when they say, "When you love something, you let it go, and if it comes back, it's meant to be." And the fucking dog never held my leg again.
6: The hard wants what it wants. So it's been going on a tear.
0: Has anything uh, changed? My dog, I found out in the other day, is the gayest dog ever. Like <laughs> uh, we took him on a camping trip uh, to Malibu. Your Labrador dogs are awesome. All right, one buddy brought his is big, tall, gray dog, a lot taller than Jackson, guy who just started humping the shit at my dog, and my dog just like, took it, an hour bottle <laughs> ass in the air, like, oh, I, I, he, he was grabbing the ground, grab, and I kept looking back, like, again. Yeah, I like that, I'm like, what the fuck? And then he started humping his face, and he was just like, ah, like, licking it, and I was like, what are you doing I would scold him, like, get away, go sit over here. And you go right back to it, I guess it's like if you if you tell something not to do it, they love it more. Like,
2: oh, yeah. I can't do coke? I'm just going to go. But he just <laughs> dogged it. Look
0: was like, oh, he's
3: he <laughs> tell you not to do it, <laughs> Yeah.
2: Dog it.
0: Oh, okay. So he was just going nuts on this. He him. was going nuts and sucking this dog's penis. <laughs> the other dog loved it too. Everyone in the camp. Campsite- so there's a part of that's in your voice. It was terrible best at
2: something we be best at something right at least he's
0: the best at the sucking dog dick <laughs> <laughs> right that's something to hang your doggy collar on that's something that you look back and go hey at least at least i
3: did something right so i'll share a quick anecdote about dogs i was we, we mentioned ryan the guy who likes getting humped by the dogs and uh we went to the the grocery store the other day and it was me and him and his girlfriend and her little like two ounce dog and yeah, it's like a hairball that moves. I've I've seen you had bigger bags of weed than this fucking. <laughs> and, not to put you on the spot. But, and it smelled much better. Anyway, we we leave. <laughs> We leave the dog in the car, but we crack the back window open. It's an SUV. We go into the grocery store. We're in there for literally five minutes. Come back out, and there's a guy dialing the cell phone, going, Is this your car? Is this your dog? Ryan goes up, he's like, Yeah, this is my car. He's like, Is this your dog? He's like, No. Obviously, it's his dog, but. Or, you know, he takes part in uh, raising the dog. And, and the guy's like, You're lucky! I was about to call the cops on you. You can't leave that dog in this heat, in this car. It's, it's a lush 70. Two degrees. It's perfectly <laughs> fine outside and the back window's open. I'm in the back seat and the guy's yelling at us, pointing his, jabbing his finger. I go to him, I go, look, the window is open. The dog was fine. Keeps jabbing the finger. And then I said something like, mind your own business. He looks me dead in the eye and he goes, animal safety's everyone's business. <laughs> what a weird. And yeah, it got to the point where it was like, Ryan and I were looking at each other, like, are we going to have to. Kick this guy's ass over this dog. A gay dog. Yeah. Oh, no, gay
0: dogs.
3: But you know that dog's not gay. It's just uh, shy of every everything that's ever existed. <laughs> for Ryan. It'd be okay though. But when Ryan's alone, when Ryan's alone, that, him and that dog have some moments. They have. They have an interesting. They have an interesting but Now I know you have a you have another dog. We got another dog.
0: I got Beth, a dog for Christmas, Little Cooper who likes to lick my dog's penis. So it's kind of like, <laughs> a, you
3: learn from, you so know. So you're like, like the Heidi place dog. of dogs. You yeah, just match dogs much. up with yeah. other dogs. <laughs> is there at is there any point where it gets weird, like, Jackson's humping some other dog and, you know, another dog owner comes up to you and goes, like, isn't there at some point you should be disciplining these dogs? Do you ever feel bad? It's kind of like, if a kid's enjoying
0: Disneyland, are you going to take him away? (laughs) You're going to let him
3: enjoy Disneyland. Oh, man. Speaking of Disneyland, you recently went to Disneyland. Please (laughs) describe to the audience what you ate that
0: day. Oh, god. Disneyland was great. Well, first of all, I made like the best batch of brownies ever.
7: They were so intense. Wheat brownies, wheat wheat they were test,
0: it's like they rocked my face. Like the night before I <laughs> ate one as a tester and I started crying. I was so high. <laughs> I mean, I, my eyes are so bad. I
3: can't eat this much tomorrow. I love yeah. how you
0: have to test the wheat brown. You been yeah. eating wheat browns your entire life. You but, know what that this is my first time at Disneyland. I didn't want to like OD on wheat browns. and it's like, well, I kind of did. We ate like four wheat browns each and I ate pretty much one of everything they sell. Except <laughs> for the turkey leg, the one thing I wanted to get. By the time I finally saw the turkey leg, I was like, I've had three too many churros. <laughs> I Can't do it. Yeah, I ate um, let's see, turkey leg, chicken, No, turkey leg, chicken breast pizza, uh, we had like a half of a burger, we had uh, <laughs> Yeah, why you buy the full burger? <laughs> I a with my girlfriend. You know what I mean? We had churros, we had uh, corn dogs, french fries, <laughs> fucking what else? frozen uh, pers- lemonades, <laughs> fucking you couldn't go with the ice water. No, no. <laughs>
3: water. <laughs> Look at me, do I want to water? No. Um, for the you I guess he's actually said checking. What else what else did
0: we eat? we eat? was like a fucking thing of fudge? I had to buy some fudge. I was like, eh, I will to buy a chunk of fudge for a walk from this eatery to the next eatery. Yeah. <laughs> I just eat walking I I I bought walking food. <laughs> I was like But that's all you're doing is walking. I was like, man, my feet are tired, I might as well get some fudge to keep me going. I was like, hey, why not to get a large bag of kettle corn for the
3: ride home? And we yeah. did. And it was the best kettle corn ever my life. Magical place. Magical person. Adam James, everyone. Adam. Thanks for being on the show. I love it. All October. right, Logan. Well, I know this is going to be your favorite part of the program, the part where you bring on a woman. I know you've had a lot of, lot of fun interacting with the chicks on the show, so I'd like to welcome to the stage Danielle Stewart, everyone. Danielle.
4: Yeah. What's up, Danielle? Thanks for coming on. Oh, thanks You're for having man. me. Yeah. I thought we'd be sitting for some reason. This yeah. Game, there's such a large gap. I'm over in the corner. Like, yeah. You, can, you corner. can feel free to move the mic. So the sweater. Sweater. I'm going to take it out. I think I I'm think a green room fans, huh? Yeah. Is this to the show every week? Um, no, right? they don't the <laughs> So Sometimes it's. So <laughs> What's
3: up? Sometimes you're, you're, you're doing the show to nobody. Well, I like to think I have a large following overseas. So yeah, okay. yeah some of the people couldn't have made it. Uh, I know my dad occasionally listens. My dad was listening to the show in Turkey. And my dad's on this weird kick where he tries to hook every chick he meets up with me. He sent me this text message the other day. He goes, yeah, I'm in Turkey teaching this class. Uh, met this 25-year-old chick. Gave her your website and everything. Uh, she's married and Muslim, but <laughs> whatever, it's worth a shot. <laughs>
4: like, Alright, thanks, dad. What's he doing in Turkey?
3: Uh, he uh, works as a consultant, so he ends up kind of traveling around, uh, you know, consulting on microelectronics.
7: Oh, well, so you're oh, rich then?
3: No, no, I'm not. My dad is. Right. My dad started his consulting business and became successful right after I left the house. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm middle class. I didn't, I didn't struggle financially. Right, right. But I would like to, um, before we get started, I would like to play this clip. Now, Logan is uh, oftentimes very complimentary. And uh, this is uh, Logan uh, talking to Danielle on the show.
4: Well, it's just like when you guys talk about she had great tits, great ass. The first thing every girl thinks about is, what does he think of my ass? What do he think of my tits? Where do I miss them? Right. So hi, welcome to the fucking club. Anyway. You treat me like really a deep 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 deep. Deep. When I'm talking
1: to my friends about you later, you'll have great tits and great ass.
4: <laughs> that's that's, <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> you're yeah.
6: ever wondering yeah, thank you. Uh, well, you I'm know, I'm just, i I uh, <laughs> appreciate you just, uh, He's optimistic. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, that was my
3: favorite part where she pointed out multiple times, Logan, you haven't even seen my ass!
4: Yeah, I was sitting the entire time.
3: <laughs> was, was that Logan so, hitting on you like No, absolutely not. I, Logan's a very nice guy. No,
4: I, 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 I was not uncomfortable at all. I mean, I don't think men... Are, I honestly you, forgot that quote. No! Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even remember. Any that. girl that wouldn't want to, like, keep guys to... Hit on them is like a retard. Right, exactly. I mean, yeah, it's, like, it's very complimentary. Just, I mean, you had a tranny fucking dancing with you. If right. Yeah. <laughs> like the least I could do is to be accepting of Logan's like you know, objectification of what fits <laughs> and ass he has Right, with. exactly. And not
3: only is it so good that he's into it, he's going to tell his friends about it. So <laughs> right. I feel like that's that's a good thing. You know, as a woman, you appreciate getting the good word out. Maybe if it's not working out with gentleman A, hey, gentleman D, here's the rumors oh. about what's
4: going on. Right, right, right. No, I like to get like a good, you know, any publicity is good publicity. <laughs> yeah. yeah now, on the, on the show, you were talking a lot about, uh, Fuck. Your, yeah,
3: exactly your sexuality i know you're talking about your mom's sexuality you you've gotten a lot of great stories about how your mom had slept with a lot of famous rock stars
4: yes yes
3: she had now yes. what what ones in
4: particular okay so when i at the time i think i couldn't remember uh i, I think i show sure i was said i wasn't sure about jerry garcia i was yeah. wrong about jerry garcia ah. somebody else in the band. Oh okay. Somebody else in the band. Right. It's not him. I asked her. Uh, then I don't know if anyone knows Peter Wolf. See, these are all like. Sad- Peter Wolf. Yeah. You know Peter Wolf? These are all. I had no fucking idea who he was. I was like, oh, okay. Um. Uh. And then. Um. Uh. Well, her roommate slept with. Um. What's that guy's? I can't believe I'm fucking blanking right now. I'm on my period. Okay. Let's happen. Come on. What are Oh really? Right. I don't think she had sex with anybody in that band, in that oh. Um, I should have had that prepared. I don't know. There were several because I just asked her about it. and. Uh, no, that's fine. But I just remember uh, one of the quotes from
3: the show that you said when you came out to L.A., that was, you didn't really have a goal of being in comedy or anything like that. Your goal, you felt, was just almost to follow in your mom's footsteps and right.
4: like, hey, I'm just going to party and fuck famous Celebrities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I have failed. That, <laughs> completely. But yeah, no, my, 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 I mean, that is why I moved here. I was doing a lot of drugs. Now, how close did you get? Uh um, a celebrity. I mean, I, I did have sex with uh, one guy who's like, people in here might know who he is, but oh, like, oh, he's a comedian. Yeah, exactly. But like, not enough. Like, if someone in Boston. You know what I mean? They'd be what? Yeah. yeah, so it's right. not like a real- slogan. Not an A-lister. Yeah, and I was in a blackout, and so was he. Oh, okay. So it's, it wasn't really like everything that I expected. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I was, Is a blackout a mood killer? Ah, uh, no, it's just, you know. <laughs> well, yeah, I I, don't know. I passed out during sex. Oh, okay. I really passed out.
3: Now that's the interesting thing, though, the point of consent. If you're hooking up with a guy,
4: and you pass out, and oh, let's say theoretically it still happens, are you upset, or do you feel? Do you no, feel it? I, it was on like Donkey Kong before I passed out. I passed out. It wasn't oh, like okay. we nothing was happening, and I passed out, and then I woke up, and, and he was having sex with me. We were. I had engaged in it, but I just passed out in the middle of it because apparently it wasn't holding my interest. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It's got to be the ultimate compliment
3: as a man. Like, yeah, either uh, I fucked her till she passed out, or she just passed out. That's
4: and Well, he. We were both. This is actually interesting. We were super it was the most drunk i had ever been and gotten behind the wheel of a car like i literally had to close one eye while i was driving in order to fucking see and i drove from the sky bar to
3: westwood
4: like not oh. a fucking short drive that's, a long, that's a long
3: drive for it it's like a uh, seven miles maybe
4: yeah or? and it was one of the it wasn't like i'm like i don't know if i should be driving i was like like that drunk like, now man, anyone trying that. to take your keys from me no oh my god no absolutely not and, and no it was just him and me him and i it was just him and i hey, he didn't drive he didn't offer to drive you home no no, no i don't think you were understanding oh, the situation we went to the Skybar and we both had 11 margaritas uh. <laughs> like it wasn't he was in no better shape than i was plus he was on crutches oh, okay. um, and, and so then we went to his house and it was like you know one of those like well i don't know one of those. I don't know if anybody here is as big of a horse as I am, but it was like you know, it was like we're trying to fucking hook up, and I was like slamming up against the wall, like falling down, you know. And um, he was a client of the company that I worked for, so there was like it was it was like he was seeing me in this really professional manner. I mean, one one thing I was sleeping with him, which is you know not very professional, but I was also uh, you know fucking embarrassingly wasted drunk. You know, And then here's the funny part about it. I hadn't seen him for a few years after that. And so it was then, just a one-time thing? Yeah. Well, um, it was like a two-time thing. The, the second <laughs> time I saw him, I, I was in New York and so he was there too. And we spent the weekend together. And then I flew out on September 10th, 2001 from New York and I got back and I woke up the next morning with September 11th, so we lost contact after September 11th. Wow, a lot, of, a lot of things lost in September 11th. Yeah, so I didn't see him for a few years and I had quit drinking, I quit drinking, I got sober and I saw him and he had quit drinking and gotten sober wow. I was like, were we each other's bottoms? Like, I was like, <laughs> that was so often. Is that, a, now that
3: you're sober, is that hard to, I mean, obviously you're a good looking woman. It's not hard to get laid, but it's
7: I'm trying to imagine time. having sex sober. It's a, a nightmare. nightmare. It's a
4: horrible. It's a nightmare. I don't recommend it Is it just awkward? It's fucking awful. I hate it. <laughs> a lot of eye contact. <laughs> oh, oh, God. So I remember the first time I had sex sober. I was, I'm very neurotic. So was now. it like, hey, let's play a cup of frappuccino, and then you go back and have... So oh no, I made no mistake. I I am a, I, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and do different results. I literally quit drinking but I didn't change my behavior at all. So I still it doesn't work. It does not produce results. But I go out to bars and pick up men. <laughs> I go out and because I'm like I didn't go to the bars. And I go and pick up men, and then I'm like, it's, everything's good at the bar, and then I bring them back to my apartment, and I'm sober, and I'm like, oh my god, there's a fucking stranger in here, and kissing me, and then I wig out, and... Because when um, you you're drunk, all those social weird things are knocked down. Oh no, it's yeah. hot. It's absolutely hot. I'm like, yeah, I love that. Really? But yeah, oh, I love that, but, but so sober, um, I remember the first time I was having sex sober with someone, I prefer, I prefer sex with someone I don't really know that well, and yeah, that's right. what I prefer. And that's awkward story, um, because I don't like to get into relationships, I, I just, it doesn't, I'm not good in relationship, so so anyway, I, I was having sex with him and uh, my head's going crazy, because normally I'm drunk and that's all shut my head's going crazy, I'm like, Oh my God, I'm sober, are we making love? Am I making <laughs> love this person? He's looking at me, he's looking me right in the face. I just gotta
3: imagine it's weird when you're sober and the other person's really drunk. Uh,
4: that's what I prefer. I, uh, okay. I cannot <laughs> have sex
3: with both of us, <laughs> All right.
4: someone has got well, me.
3: Logan's right, gonna be yeah. doing some uh,
4: tequila shots after, so yeah. hopefully we'll make yeah, that happen. Yeah. Thank you for, Thank you for
3: Logan, huh? Yeah. <laughs> you're buying? what's up yeah i'll buy you the tequila shots all right guys the last guest of the program i'd like to welcome onto the stage nicholas Rutherford, everyone <laughs> nick thanks for coming on man yeah, thanks
5: for having me happy uh happy first birthday yeah one well, year anniversary man very exciting i uh i didn't know what to do when i came here uh and then so i did some research on i didn't know what to do when i was close. i did some research online. I don't know if anybody knows this, Sean's father was an old-time radio producer. Yes, one of his many
3: jobs. Yeah, very, no, I'm sorry, grandfather, grandfather. Yeah, sorry, grandfather. Yeah, this is back in the day, and uh, he did a show with Logan's grandfather, actually. <laughs> this show. is
5: back in the day, so I did some research, and I actually found an old radio script uh, from your, your grandparents, of course. It's very old. Oh, wow, this is yeah. cool.
2: Just, just pull off some dust and let's listen No,
5: That was, good. was Oh, yeah. <laughs> I printed this stuff online. I was just cutting some lines on it. Uh, Put away <laughs> I'm good. It sound so high right now. It doesn't even. It doesn't <laughs> so, uh, of course, we couldn't get the sound effects. A lot of old time radio was punctuated by sound effects, let the audience know what's going on, what to feel in different situations at the moment. We couldn't get it. So I'll just do the sound effects. That's fine. And I'm gonna, uh, I'll play just for the purpose. This isn't rehearsed. Uh, and I haven't read this since, since I discovered it at a coffee shop earlier today. <laughs> but, uh, I'll, I'll play the announcer and then the, uh, the antagonist. Okay. And okay? That's, okay. So then you'll play, uh, Sean, like your grandfather's name. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and, and Logan, yeah, he'll get it. <laughs> All right. So sound effects, radio intro.
2: <laughs>
5: Not necessarily, uh, accurate, historically, but surely sure, like a great intro. <laughs> Welcome to this week's adventures of Road detective Sean T. Green and his bungalow sidekick slogan. <laughs> Different name that they dropped, the, the family dropped the S uh, at the, uh, the front of the name. <laughs> Sound effect. But first, a quick message from our sponsor. Want to stay healthy and young? Want to be the Bee's knees forever? Then listen to your doctor and smoke winston brand filterless cigarettes. Nothing else gives you that get up and go, take on the world energy while also funny that nasty appetite goes. yours. Winston Brandt filled with a cigarette. If you're coughing, it's working. <laughs> and now back to our regular skater program. They would do these in old timey radio. This yeah. is always like the Amazon pitch and the big ol' zoom. Right. Yeah. yeah no idea. It's in your blood. <laughs> okay. So now we're getting into the this story here. When we last left Detective Sean T. Green and his bumbling sidekick slogan, things look bad for the dynamic duo. Detective Sean and Slogan had broken into the Nazi nuclear submarine, but were quickly caught, and now we're being held at gunpoint by the beautiful but wicked Nazi sergeant Gutron von Pussychomp. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't think that's appropriate even back then. Yeah. Especially back then. What will our heroes and competent psychic do? Let's find out Sound effects. Submarine glitch. <laughs> okay, so now I'm from now on I'm Gutron von Pussichomp. Who's the evil Nazi bait. Uh, I don't know. take I can't do a fucking lady. That German accent, I can't do this. <laughs> it's harder in the family. Okay. Uh, Detective, he, he, he's kind of French too.
3: It's a pleasure to finally meet you face to face. You Germans are more daft than I thought. If you really think that you will be able to steal every American baby and Nazi brainwash them. Well, I'm not going to do it alone. You're going to help me,
5: right? After I use this Nazi secret weapon to brainwash you. Uh,
1: I don't need brainwash. I took a shower just last
2: week. <laughs> uh,
5: yes, we know this. This is a submarine. It doesn't has the best circulation.
3: Slogan. We have to think. We've, we've got to get out of this and save these red-blooded, pure-born American babies.
5: You are much too late, I'm afraid. Look deeply into the spinning lights. Yes, you are getting sleepy.
1: <laughs> Slogan, close your eyes. Don't fall for it. But the colors are so pretty. Logan, <laughs> you
5: imbecile. That's right, Slogan. Look into the spinning orb. Don't listen to Detective Green. He is mean to you. Yes, he is. <laughs> Detective Green yells at you. I- Slogan, You're too late, Green. Slogan is under my control now. He no longer works for you. Ha!
3: Huh. Not entirely sure that's a bad thing.
5: Pretty <laughs> <laughs> good. It still holds up even today. Slogan, take the controls of the submarine. Set the course to the White House. We'll start with President Roosevelt's baby. Yes, David. is kind of dated. The references are dated. <laughs> Yes, Gutron von Pussychump, your wish is my command. (laughs) Now, detect the brain! Unfortunately, the Nazi brainwash weapon only works on baby brains and the weak minded. Looks like we learned something about your little friend today. Aye aye, Captain. Trust me, I learned that a long time ago. Not everyone's gonna hit, we have to recognize (laughs) (laughs) that. So instead of hypnotizing you, I will just kill you! Come on,
3: Pussy Chop, before you kill me, don't I get one last request?
5: <laughs> I suppose. As long as it isn't for me to take my top off.
3: Oh. Uh well then give me a second to think of another request. <laughs> <laughs> Enough! Green! Wait, wait, wait! The Providence Steamrollers are playing the King Bulldogs today. Maybe I could just hear a bit of it on the radio. The Providence Steamrollers? Yeah, 1925 American Professional Football Association Expansion Team!
5: Man, dames don't know anything. That's that's just a funny noise. (laughs) I don't think that's a fair generalization about dames.
3: Come on, it's a championship game.
5: Well, all right, I suppose just a minute of American radio can't hear I can't
3: can't hear it. Can you pray it closer?
5: Uh, All right. A
3: a little closer. Come on, my my hands are tied. I can't
5: do anything. I suppose that is true. Is this closer enough?
3: Yeah. Very Hot diggity! Let me just get these keys! Perfect! I'm free! Slogan, turn this submarine around! I only answer
1: to Guntron one <laughs> pussy chomp! Damn it, Slogan!
3: Step out of it! I'll have
1: to slap him back to normal! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sean! What are you doing? Uh, or what's going on there? Wow! That was really that was really hypnotized there for a second. <laughs> Oh, hey, Sean, I'm back! <laughs> Come on, it's me. I'm not hypnotized anymore. I know. Now let's turn this thing around
3: and get it out of here. Bob's Pussy chop is waking
5: up. You may have defeated me, but you can't say bu- but you can say goodbye to your precious White House. I had slogans set us on a collision course, and there's nothing you can do to stop it. <laughs> When we people with the shore. a huge nuclear explosion will knock out your nation's precious capital.
2: No! You've gone too far, Kuchon!
5: Wait a second. This doesn't look right. We're not headed to the White House at all. We're headed to a rock formation off the coast of
1: Florida. Yeah, I didn't know where the White House is. So I just kind of guessed. It, I know it's not in Florida now. <laughs>
3: <laughs> We're going to crash into the bottom of the ocean! Quick slogan! Window. let's swim to the top see you later go or should I say goo gone go no! go
2: <laughs> <sighs>
3: we made it and we escaped that nuclear explosion barely bear where I hate bears oh slogan there's no bears in the ocean
1: I like to go swimming bare naked <laughs>
3: Slogan, we're safe now. It's just a short swim to the coast of Florida. Luckily, all that radiation is trapped underwater where it can't hurt anyone. I have a headache. Slogan, do you realize that for once your inability to do anything right has paid off even while hypnotizing managed to save us?
1: I have a concession to make. It's a confession.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I
1: wasn't hypnotized at all. I just wanted to do whatever she said because I thought she was hot.
5: Slogan! <laughs> And that concludes this
3: week's episode of the Adventure
0: of the Rogue, Detective Green, and Fungalized Hide Kicks Logan. All right. Yeah. That concludes this. Thank you, man. Hey, Richard. am should Should we take
3: a
6: bow or something?
2: Um, sure,
3: Logan. <laughs> 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 All right. Yes. so Logan, uh, you know, we like to, like to end every show. And that is sure. with a. Uh, have you been working on your haiku with Logan? Yes, ma'am. All right, well, Logan, uh, why don't you take us out with
6: the uh, Yaku here? Let's do it. Yeah.
2: Mm. <laughs> Danielle
1: is so fine. <laughs> Performing at Genghis Khan, Dog's Sucking Dick. <laughs>
3: All right. Thank you very much for tuning in to the program. We're coming out with a wonderful show.
1: Thank you for listening to The Green Room. Don't forget to check out SeanT.Green.com and click the iTunes link to subscribe today.